You are now listening to Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Fregera. It's a podcast designed to bring awareness on intended or unintended crimes against humanity, how we can rise above it, claim our divine inheritance, and return the soul power to the people. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Soul Power to the People podcast. My name is Tess Fregar, Soul Powered Executive Coach. And I've invited Gabby to talk to us about how to return to the soul power to the people. How do we return the soul power to the people? And if you remember, if you were able to catch last week's um, interview with Devesh Kumar, a good friend of mine from Australia, where he talked about the lockdown and arresting and fining people if they go beyond their radius. So he talked about, you know, really intentionally creating our reality by being conscious, by stepping into our higher consciousness. And Gabby will talk to us the in-between from the lockdown to, you know, the revelation of our truth, of our higher truth. What happens in between? Why is it that some people just comply and um, just give, give up their freedom and liberties, you know, just to keep in that safe place, in that comfortable um protection, so-called safety and protection that the government is offering us, but are they really? Are we really safe from anybody? If we do not step into our soul power, are we really safe? Is there even certainty in our life without without us connecting deeper to our higher truth? But again, Gabby is going to talk about our intuition. Yeah. And what happens? Is it really intuition or is it fear talking and uh, influencing our decisions, influencing our choices? So Gabby, welcome to uh, Soul Power to the People podcast. Please introduce yourself. Thank you for having me, Tess. I'm excited to be here. My name is Gabby Garrett. I am a speaker, a journalist, an author, a healer. (laughs) We all are. But um, I, I run messaging campaigns and I support founders and entrepreneurs and creating space so that they can serve the world and making sure their message can get to as many people as possible. So I love what I do. I love getting more healers, the ability to not only serve more people, make more money, but put their message out there because when we all have issues, we, we Google them and we look for articles. And so having your voice be the one people find is what drives me day to day. That's awesome. And, you know, not uh, too long ago, I took a course in media, right? Yeah. And I think that's where, what, what your, um, yeah. and I think we need alternative media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have so many courses on publishing yourself and putting yourself out there, but alternative media, maybe, but like, if you go where other people, like where the people are, are like, it's good for everyone. So like if there's mm-hmm. a healer on certain channels, like you can find people, you can meet people where they are. Right. Except for the censorship though. That's, that's my deal. That's yeah. uh, if there's anything that is frustrating right now in um, spreading the truth out there yeah. and even uh, guiding people to find out the truth of who they are. 
it's the censorship. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Gabby. What is the crime against humanity that you can't shut up about? <laughs> um, what did I write? What did I write? I don't remember what I wrote. Not sharing your gifts. I would say it's not sharing your gifts. So like in order to feel like you're in control, which is what everybody wants. So that's kind of what you're asking before. Like, why do people just comply? Why do people just take what they think is safe? Is because like the number one thing our ego brain and even our soul wants is to feel in control because the world feels out of control. So the world needs you in your gift. So you can spend all day feeling the feelings of the collective and feeling sad and feeling disempowered and feeling lost, like, and no one would blame you for it. But if your intuition is guiding you to work on your business or move forward, anything that feels like moving forward, not directly looking at what is or what was or what you fear to be is intuition. So if I'm in my gift and I'm sitting in my office and I'm writing articles and I'm working on courses and I'm working with clients, like that propelling motion not only moves the people I'm working with forward, but when I get on Instagram and I'm showing the world I'm moving forward or LinkedIn or anything, the world just needs you and what you love to do to move forward. And it's, I did this the first time we were locked down in a different way, in a disempowered way. I worked with my head in the sand. So like, <laughs> I literally just like, didn't look at what was going on in the world. I just put my head down and worked. And that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm su that wasn't right. Cause like, I just was like tunnel vision. But what I am suggesting is that instead of focusing on what's not right, focus on maybe 10% of that. So you're not just like um, ignorant. But 90% of the time, get back in your gift and move forward. Right, right. And I call that the holy fire. Mm -hmm. When we're not in our tunnel vision, when we are aware, you know, because yeah. self-awareness is key and awareness is what's happening in the world because yes. that is a feedback, right? Universe is a feedback loop. But if we keep ignoring things, oh, yeah. just focus on the positive, the positive, the positive. Don't even yeah. talk about that. A lot of people are, are actually, um, why do you have to talk about the crime against humanity? Because one, there is an agenda out there to divide us and segregate yeah. us. And it is happening right now. If you cannot see that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> there was a point last year where I really just want to pick people up by their feet and then just give them a spanking because why can't you see what is happening? Because it's, uh, we're leading into tyrannical authoritarianism uh, world. And is that really what we want? Is that really the world we want to live behind uh, as our legacy for yeah. our children? Yeah. Right? The, oh my God, it, it, there's so many things. But right now I'm like, okay, I'm in that acceptance mode, but still not shutting my mouth up. Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely a balance because like your intuition made you want to be a leader for this movement. Mine mm -hmm. doesn't. So like, I think we all have certain, um, certain roles we're meant to play on the earth. And so like, you know, as we're all light workers here that came on this planet for a reason at this time, not everybody has to pick up a torch. Like it's not helpful for every single person. Like, because if we all do it, then none of us are doing like, okay, so 50% of us pick up the torch, but the other 50% of us keep 
healing people and keep serving people and stay in our lane, then maybe it switches two years from now. Do you know what I mean? But we can't all take our eye off the ball because we, some of us still have to do what we're, you know, what we're meant to do. We have to write books. We have to make podcasts. We have to do all these things. And I know you still are, but I think it's really interesting because some, some of us know we're angels, right? Or we just know we're light beings and we feel kind of confused. Like, why does this not bother, bother me as much as it bothers her? You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I just don't have it in my belly to fight it. It's not there for me. And maybe, like I said, maybe it will be, but it's not because I don't care. It's just because I'm meant to be doing something else. Right, right, exactly. Because um, your work is to, like, you know, like you said, is to guide and create that structure. Yes. For light workers to step into their work. So yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's creating possibilities too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so um multifaceted we're multi-dimensional beings yeah and like you said we all have unique purpose uh in this world uh what our soul path is yeah and what you know what i would really like for people to to see is be aware and that like you said what is in you yeah that is coming forth that is emerging yeah that is your higher contribution to the world so let's yeah. talk about that okay um, yeah when you think about that I want to add something really quick like when you close your eyes and you pretend you know you say you don't care like just say if no one was going to get upset with me like you know your preconceived idea of your personality with your friends your business your family you could tear it all down what makes you really really happy and what pisses you off and your purpose is somewhere in the middle to me, like what makes me really, really, really happy is like control and organization and things. And what makes me really mad right now is like false painted pink light workers who are like, I don't chase, I attract. Things like that really bother me. Like, I'm like, no, like if you want to make a difference, you can't sit on your couch and like paint your nails pink and chant affirmations. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's deeper, right? There's so, yeah. So yes. much deeper work. And it, it changes all the time for me. But like, I think when you're looking for your purpose, that your fear, you know, fear versus intuition, your fear will try to do whatever it can do to make you safe. But your intuition will guide you based on what feels really good today. And then people who feel you doing that will be like, could you help me with that? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So what is it? Um, that stops people from following their intuition? And what are the dangers of not following your intuition? Gosh, so the danger, so intuition. So recently I sold my media business, the one that I was working on like this. And I thought I sold it to a gentleman and it wasn't what I thought it was. And as soon as he handed me a check, because he gave me the check for my payroll because I had a team of like 11 people, his energy shifted and I'm seeing 12, 12 right now. His energy shifted, my energy shifted, and I felt really gross, like right when he handed me the money. We've all had clients that we just kind of repel their money. Well, this is, I'm getting to the point, but I knew then that this wasn't a good idea. I immediately felt my energy go into a cage, but I kept telling myself like, oh, it's just because you're not in control anymore. It's just because of this, it's just because of this. But I was, no. So one day I finally left, but I left like three months later. You know what I mean? So like, 
I don't know what I'm trying to say is like, you know, you know, you know, you know, because you just hear it every day. So the danger is, you know, I let that reptilian weirdo in my existence for 90 days and like, it's taking me a long time to shed him. And so it's taking me out of the game. So the danger is like, I lost, even though it's all being used for my good, I lost a big portion of my service because I was where I wasn't supposed to be. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense. It happened to me too. Really? Um, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> um, this, this was a long time ago. Um, I was a brand new coach. I was working, I was coaching for another company. And it was really good um, in the beginning, you know, because um, they really captured my mission and purpose. Yeah. And they really capitalized on it and used it as a leverage to, Aha. Yeah. to serve their people, which is great. But then there was somewhere along the line where there was a shift in energy, like you said. And I could see that I was no longer in alignment with what they were doing. Yes. And it, and of course they were like, oh, but you have to do this. You know, the, the guilt, yeah. manipulation, yeah. emotional, like um, you have to be a leader and stuff like that. Things that yeah. I want for myself, but they're using it for their own gain. And the thing was, okay, great. They have a great program, but that fire hose approach where they mm -hmm. are fire hose people with a ton of information and mm -hmm. people are in overwhelm yep. and also being pushed into the corner to buy the next program and then the next oh, program and then yes. the next program. Yes. And my clients were talking to me about bankruptcy and I'm like, this is not where I belong. Yeah. And then all I was doing was putting out fires and coaching all these people to have the mindset of, yes, I can, but it was out of alignment for me. Yes. Plus, yes. I was also, you know, the reason I worked with them is because I had my own issues with marketing in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to work for you. Just give me the clients. I'm yeah. a coach. Yeah, you know, to my heart's content. That's what I do, right? That's what I love to do. Yeah. But then they said, well, you have to upsell to the next uh, program. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to upsell your product, I'm going to use my talent and abilities to upsell my coaching. So yeah. goodbye. Yeah. You know, sayonara. Exactly. But it was so out of alignment. It was eating up my soul. Yes, I really relate. That same thing happened to me, like, in two different, three, four, five, six, seven, but it does seem safer. It goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. Like you're like, oh, I can just work on my gift and they'll give me everything. But it's not, it's just not ever true because like, it's like being captured. It's the worst feeling. And there's a very big difference between being sold. Like, I just imagine us as like a gypsy, like that travels around with a circus. Like you're the attraction, but the circus is making the money. Like you're, you're the gift, but they make it seem like, oh, well, if you leave the circus, like no one's ever going to come see your show. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. No, you're not a bearded lady. You're your own attraction. <laughs> but really like, I mean, taking, like taking that lesson cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know? Like there's a lot, but it's just energy, you know? It's just 
It's just energy that represents the past. And when you move forward, you can eliminate that. It's very, mm -hmm. very, like from a spiritual perspective, debt is just energy from the past. So as I move forward, it will get eliminated. Right. And again, it's not that it's good, bad, right, or wrong. That experience, yep. exactly what is happening to us right now. Whatever yeah. we are experiencing right now, it's leading us to that holy fire, to that uh, gifts and talents yeah. that are laying dormant and without the contrast, without that bad experience, right? Yeah. We don't know. We, we, we just stay comfortable. We just stay yeah. safe. Yeah. And yet our spirit is wanting us to rise above and really yeah. expand and grow. Yeah. So... Yeah, so when you said you had your, where are you, first of all? Where are you in the parts of the world? Because we're both central time. You, we both saw 1212. Yeah, um, I'm in Alabama. So coastal Alabama in the United States. Nice, nice. And so how is lockdown or masking and mandates? <laughs> is it, no? Yep. Honestly, I live in a really small golf course community. And so, I, I mean, I don't even know what's going on. Like, I don't want to say my head's in the sand, but I mean, I do live in the woods, so there's really nothing going on over here. Where are you? I'm in Minneapolis. Okay. Right in the city where the George Floyd riots oh, wow. yeah. uh, came from. So um, yeah, my city got decimated. My children Gosh. indoctrinated in college. Um, and now disowned me. And then my mom passed away after receiving the two jabs. So I can't not, <laughs> not yeah. talk about what's going on in the world right now. And just, um, just you know, seed that there is yeah. something going on that is leading us to our higher truths. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so when you talked about you had your head in the sand, what, what, what was that? What exactly, or how exactly did that happen? Now well, looking back. Yeah, looking back, I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, early 2020, I had like, I had like two clients. I was not. And I just was like, okay, you know, I have two choices. I can stop working um, and just kind of go with the flow or I can go all in. And they just went all in. I mean, I had 48 clients that go through 44 books. I had a team of 11. We were making like $85,000 a month. I mean, I just went nuts. Like I just kept taking and taking and taking and taking and taking and taking. But I had taken too much. Not that that's too much money, but the way, because I don't believe that, but the way that I took too many clients because I was unwilling to be alone or sit with it or feel what was going on. So it's like, imagine you're at a buffet and you're full, but you keep mm -hmm. taking the food because there's people there and you just want to keep talking to the people because you don't want to go home and be by yourself. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. And so what adjustments did you make for your business and, and how are you helping um, other women leaders in finding their gifts and in stepping out um, sharing their gifts to the world. What does that look like? Yeah. So now my business is different. So I made courses so that I can serve more people without tangibly being there with them. I mean, energetically I'm there, but I'm not like one-to-one -one on zoom. Cause I was just 
exhausted from being on Zoom all day. I serve about three to four clients at a time and I'm working full-time with a tech company. And what that allows me to do is create stability with myself because I know that the money's there. Like I know what I do every day, which allows me greater freedom to show up as a spiritual teacher. So I gave myself the structure and the gift of, you know, just enough, just enough work to make my brain happy and to make my family happy to increase the right amount of income that makes me me. You know, we all have a different number, but um, <clears throat> so what I want to encourage women to do, I've always wanted to be a permission slip. So when I left my cubicle job and became an entrepreneur, I was a permission slip for other people to do that. And now going back to work, quote unquote, I want to be a permission slip that your job's not your only purpose. Like my energy is my purpose. So if trying to find 12 clients every month to meet my needs is like collapsing my energy, then finding a way to bring it all here and having my needs met will give me the energy when I'm done working to go on Instagram live and serve women. And so I just want women to know that it doesn't matter whether you're an entrepreneur it to make you a spiritual leader, you know, it's like, it's, mm -hmm. it goes in waves. Yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. I'm, I'm getting into that point where I'm tired of, okay, you have to do content. You have to do this. It, it, yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's exhausting too. And goes back to why I want, why I wanted to work, why I worked with someone else um, in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm at that point too, right now where just want people to to work for someone who's already established yeah and still coach leaders and executives to meet their highest potential and take that leadership into the world whether it's in a corporate background or a business yeah. setting um and stuff like that so i can totally hear you i flip-flop back and forth um yeah between you know, looking, I actually had two interviews uh, for a job coaching um, lawyers. Wow. Um, and I thought, yes, if anyone I would love to uh, support right now, it would be lawyers because, yeah. my God, can you imagine um, the number of human rights violations yeah, <laughs> going like, on right now? You're being so, called there, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but that didn't pan out. Um, turns out they're not that type of lawyer. <laughs> oh. But, uh, and I may have been disqualified because of that response, which is fine. Um, then that yeah. means, it, you know, it, again, it, I'm all about alignment and reconciliation, right? So, but anyway, how does that look like right now when there are threats of whether you're, you know, threats, of the new world order. Let's, let's, I don't know if you're into that or not, but it's more about mm -hmm. policing and limiting our actions into one government. Yeah. Um, how, and everything is shifting. I've seen, you know, I've been looking at job applications and it's saying, um, if, especially if it's a government um, entity, uh, if you are not vaxxed, uh, or we are, how did they, uh, say it but anyway the vax they will expect you to be vaccinated um to get that job or to continue employment mm -hmm. and to me that is just not right um but anyway the, the you know what i'm trying to say is you can see the world closing in on 
people, whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, yeah. they control, they, they control people. They mm -hmm. limit the freedom and liberty. So what does that look like now for a person who just wants to establish a business, especially if they're highly sensitive, light worker, uh, very yeah. compassionate? Um, what does that look like in the changes that we are seeing out there in the world? Well, I think the gift of creating civility and not wanting to mandate is that a lot of these jobs I'm seeing, you can work from home. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the middle ground, I think. Um, I don't have as strong of feelings as some spiritual leaders on being vaccinated or not. It hasn't come to me. Um, I think it's, I think it's, I see what everyone's saying. I haven't gotten it yet, but my boyfriend did, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think I respect the choice of it. I don't, I haven't seen that as a requirement from any job I'm looking for because they're all from home and they're all creative jobs. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a paper pushing job, you probably would, you know, be there and have to do that. Yeah. Someone saw my, um, someone saw my resume online and invited me to apply for a controller position, mm -hmm. which is my past uh, life, right? I was an accountant for 30 years before yeah. becoming a coach. And so I'm like, wow, the, what an honor they're inviting me to. Yeah. Apply. And then I, I looked, it, it was, you know, you have to be in person, you have to go mm. uh, to a physical location. And then it says right there, they didn't say that they're going to require vaccination, but they, right. they did say that they follow CDC guidelines. And I'm like, oh, no, not interested. <laughs> you'll find the right, you'll find the right place for you. You know, I mean, <laughs> this afternoon, I'm going to be working with some quantum work, which is listing out, you know, all the things that I'm wishing for, for the rest of this year, for myself, for the planet, et cetera. And then, you know, lining up with it and that's all you can really do right right yeah. right it's it's really very intentional and deliberate and however that looks like for you it'll, it'll be different for me because yeah. like i said we're, we're stepping into our unique work and unique expression and that is why i'm so mad we are all unique gifts of god or light or you know the universe and they're trying to make us all the same yeah. I think that's a huge crime against humanity. I agree. So, yeah. And so tell us more. So um, once you uh, connect with intuition, what is possible for people when they're more aligned and at one with their intuition? What, what are the possibilities available? And what are also, you know, what can they expect to happen? Because we live in a world too. Would people get turned off when you step into your intuition? Yeah, I think what you can expect um, is not to feel so lost because the answers are always at your fingertips. So like I intuitively write, um, I'm clairvoyant, I'm clairaudient, I'm pretty clear everything, but you can expect not to feel lost and so lost at the same time. Like I'm overly gifted. I'm highly sensitive. Like, so <clears throat> it can feel frustrating because like you think you're going to have this direct line that just gives you whatever you want. And it is giving you what you want, but it's also asking you to heal everything that's in front of what you want. 
So you're like, why, why do I feel like so shit? Like I'm this magical being that you sit on this planet and like, I feel like that. It's like, because you're like being prepared. So like you go into these, like basically what you're signing up for is the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Like you're not going to experience life like other humans, you're just not. So like, you know, you when you sign up for it, like you're going to have, going to be able to talk to animals and fairies and all sorts of wild things you never thought were possible you're going to be able to see angels you're going to be able to heal your animals like crazy things are possible for the human mind like and they're just going to rapidly progress as we start peeling away these layers of conditioning and at the same time you're going to be asked to go to the depths of your soul to unravel your conditioning so it's like you're signing up for this snap of the fingers magic trick but there's a process you have to go to Hogwarts first. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun at all. <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't fun for me when I was going through the dark night of the soul because I couldn't see where I was going. I was so focused on everything that was breaking apart in my life. This was, mm-hmm. uh, two, now it's 2021. This was seven, 10 years ago. It, yeah. it was a long process for me. And, um, yeah, I quit my job. I, I couldn't function in my job anymore um, because I, yeah. I didn't know that I was out of alignment. But all I was worried about was it felt irresponsible for me to give up a job that pays for my children's welfare yeah. for, their, for their needs. It felt really selfish. So it felt like it was a financial suicide. Mm-hmm. But then I started getting sick at work and only at work. That was the interesting part. Yeah, yeah. When I was at home, I was fine. But the minute I stepped into the office, I was feeling all sorts of sick. My yes. stomach, yes. headache. So, so I thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> I was going to commit myself to <laughs> an institution, um, you know, because depression and all that yeah. and all that was happening. But then again, even with um, an antidepressant in my hand, I couldn't take it. I couldn't bring myself to take it. So I had to face my demons head yes. on. It was yes. excruciating. Yes, it's so true. I, I like used to, I walked into my old cubicle and I would fall on the floor and I couldn't breathe and it was awful. And like I, and then when I was doing the wrong thing, when I first started my business, every video meeting I got on, my computer shut down. (laughs) The universe is like, we ain't playing with you, girl. Yeah. And I didn't know how you don't know, but like when you get, you know, I think we can all get focused on money because it's our safety. And I mean, I certainly do. Like, I like to make sure I'm, you know, it's, it's the root chakra. Like I want to make sure I'm stable, but there is something to be said about how little it really matters. Like it's tokens, right? Like I love money. I love the freedom it provides. I think we should all make it and make lots of it, but it's just tokens when like you're thinking of your spiritual path. Like it's, it's nothing to really truly be considered. Right. Right. Well, at, um, at that point in my life, I gave up that because it didn't mean anything to anymore because I was I felt so miserable. Right. I felt so unhappy. I felt so lonely. I felt so unloved. Yeah. Um, I had all the money in the world and, and properties and, and whatnot, but it didn't give me that deep satisfaction and fulfillment yeah. that so I the- knew was meant for me. 
but it was so uh, out of reach at that point. Um, yeah, and so I just wanted listeners to hear that even though it sounds excruciating or painful or <laughs> confusing, yes, there is a reason for it, right? There is a reason for it. There is always a higher perspective to look into your suffering. Because yes. really what it's doing is breaking you free from um, the trappings of, like you said, the money, the, the material world, so you can connect with your soul power, your higher spirit, your yeah. clairvoyance, your clair, I'm clairknowing. Um, yeah, yeah I, I have, I just know, I just know. Yeah. If, if people will argue with me, I don't care. I don't care about the data. I don't care about this and that. I just know. Yeah. And so all the proof comes after. So that's that's always what's happened to me. I just I just know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's such a gift to just it is such a gift to know. And yeah, I mean, all I would say to kind of like conclude what I want to share with your listeners is like intuition feels a little out of your comfort zone and fear feels too familiar. Because like mm. fear feels too familiar. So don't take a path because you're afraid of the lack of comfort. Take the lack of comfort path and it will be shorter than you think. Imagine like someone says, here's a beautiful car. It's a Land Rover. It's perfect. It's got plenty of gas. There's tons of snacks in it. You can drive this around, but you're only going to be able to go in circles. And here's a bike and there's absolutely nothing, but you're going to go through fields and journeys and beautiful magical adventures which do you prefer I'm getting on the damn bike so like get on the bike and see what it has to offer you mm, I love that <laughs> I love that yeah and whatever that vehicle is for you I think we get to decide that too yeah as long as I mean, we're can, in alignment totally, totally. Yeah. you can have I think you should have all the money and all the most beautiful things in the world once you're in alignment. But if you try to get them out of alignment, they'll never feel right. So get into yeah. alignment and then get as wealthy as possible because that's how we change the world. That's how we change the world. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Because I'm hearing that, you know, they're going to take over the properties and money and that. And so I'm not trying to spread rumors around, but I just want you to be prepared and really get to know your inner truth because yeah. that will be your guiding light. I was just talking to friends of mine. So what's going to happen if, you know, we, we have to honor our mind. Our mind yeah. is beautiful and it's there to create the safety and protection that you were talking about, the root chakra, right? right? We cannot bypass that because what then happens, yeah. you're, you're still, a, a, I work from the premise of body, mind, heart yeah. and spirit to really open up to the, the soul power. There are no, no parts left behind. So, but the thing is you have to step into leadership and tell the mind what you want and it will get it. Like the minute you start doing something despite your fear, It'll, it has no choice but to support you because that is its job. The mind is there to protect you. So I was talking to uh, my women friends and I'm like, well, what are we going to do if our cell phones are shut down and our power is shut down? And um, 
I'm getting a sense that it's imminent. You know, that was just my sense. Yeah. And, you know, some say, you know, well, I know that I will be okay no matter what, mm. no matter where I'm going to be. So that is a, is a wonderful knowing and belief. And that's for me too. You know, uh, I'm, I'm that way too, to the point of tempting fate. Um, right. Um, but this is really up to you guys to create the world that you know you came here to do, whatever that is for you. And um, you cannot bypass that too, because that is your self-actualization, that is your self-realization, that is your highest potential coming into the body. And you cannot get there without connecting with your intuition. Intuition is powerful and your mind is powerful too. And so we're not negating any of this, but using mm -hmm. everything for our coherence with our soul. So how do we strengthen our intuition? Daily practice. I think it's asking silly things like, what should I have for lunch? And <laughs> it doesn't have to be serious, but it's like allowing your intuition to guide you every moment of every day. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm, I love that. I go to the grocery store and just ask my body. Yeah, what it wants. What looks <laughs> what, good. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, uh, because I was a single mom for a long time. I've forgotten what I wanted. I, I, yeah. I let the kids decide and I ate leftovers. Oh, yeah. That, that was, you know, a lot of women everywhere who are moms do this. You know, we just, do what is practical and convenient all the time. And so I was one of those who'd forgotten myself. So what else, what else can people do to connect with intuition? Like limit your exposure to social media because it's bombarding your nervous system with different energies that aren't yours. So I download mm -hmm. the social media apps and share my message and I take them off. I'll be honest, when I'm not very busy, it's very easy to go back there very often throughout the day. But if you take a detox from social media, I mean, and I think even as a healer, like we all are seeing different realities because there's limitless timelines. So like what you're saying, I don't feel, but I'm seeing a different timeline. It's not to say you're not right. It's not to say that I'm not right. We're just seeing different timelines. So limit your exposure to astrological predictions or other healers predictions. And we're astrological predictions too. Yeah. You've got to stop because like, well, this is what I always tell my friends. There's no fucking way every Scorpio is going to have the same day. <laughs> <laughs> like stop, like, like use God, use God, use the angels, use source for your horoscope, for your planning, for everything. Because you, just like you said, we're all here to make a world. Like I, I don't know what's coming next. I haven't sat down to try to process it yet. Um, but I don't feel I, I do feel the doom in the collective, but I just don't think it's accurate. I think people are, I think people are reacting in fear because we've never lived through a pandemic before. So spiritual people are going to assume it's the new world order and government people are going to assume control would help more. People in the middle are just going to put their heads down and work, but none of us are right. All of us are just afraid. All of us are just afraid because we don't want to die. Like, we don't want to die with our gifts inside. We don't want the planet to end. Like, 
but none of us are right. Like, you know what I mean? I don't believe that. Like, you know, we thought like when the different president was elected, like there was going to be a civil war and like a, a rampage. It's just not true. We're just awakening and we're all using our gifts in our own ways, in destructive ways, imagining the worst timeline possible. Mm -hmm. Which you should yes. be prepared for whatever you want. But like, I'm not saying like everything's fine. Like there's totally sketchy shit going on. And there's totally an awakening of the planet. But mm -hmm. somewhere in the middle, we will be okay. <laughs> or we won't. <laughs> and if we're not, or, we we'll just, or we'll just go back to where we came from and we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah yeah because really it's important to to manage your energy too mm. like i said look at what's going on because we have different filters right like like you said um my experience is not your experience because one your environment is different from mine yes you, you're very much in the heart of things yeah right um yeah your 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 place was not decimated right um there was no riots or, um or shooting and high crime and that so no. um you are not as exposed to what's going on in the world um not that i am i i also know how to manage my energy but that experience back in may of last year was enough yeah um, you know my I, I looked one day and my neighbor to the left all gone my neighbor to the right all gone i'm like oh shit no you're yeah you're experiencing like such a different reality than i am and like yeah. i think like i was saying before like you're meant to be experiencing that because the world needs you to be you and like i'm meant to be sheltered from it because the world needs me to be me right exactly so <laughs> i'm I lucky in this situation and it, it's not, I want people to hear this. It's not because you're more favored. No. It's not about that. And it's not because you're more protected. I want people to hear that we are here. And I mean, you know, because one, we chose it. <laughs> well, we chose it, you're right. But also you're an activist and I'm not. Like, so like you would need to be activated to be an activist. Um, am I an activist? I got activated right. when the censorship. That's what I'm saying. So you're that. activated, yeah. activists are activated. Healers yeah. are reclused. Um, and I'm a writer, I'm a hermit. So like I meant to, her, I'm a her, literally I'm a hermit. I'm probably the prettiest hermit, but I am a hermit. So like I'm meant to be somewhere where like someone hunts and gathers and brings it back for me. And I just do what I do. And so like, no, there are angels that are driving Mercedes Benz in LA right now. And they're, they're cool too. Like we're all just a little different. We're all different. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's really that unique gift we're here uh, to bring to the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think if you, um, you don't need to compare yourself. Like you were saying, I'm not, we're all highly blessed and highly favored and there's no need to compare your journey, like, or try to feel something you don't feel. Like if you're in a good mood, you're raising the vibration of your neighborhood. So stay in a good mood. If you're in a bad mood, you're healing. There's no judgment of the emotion. Oh, I love that. When you're in a bad mood, you're he healing. Yes, yes. You're yeah, you're healing, you're feeling, you're healing. And like, you don't know that you're not saving the life of the person next to you because like they maybe can't afford one more moment of a bad mood. And so it's being moved over here and you're transmuting it for them. 
we just don't understand our emotions yet. And so like not everything you feel is yours. I just want to summarize what we've talked about, um, the importance of stepping into your intuition and really connecting with it. Um, if we use our minds alone, then we are going to line up with situations where we're always just in fear or making things work in reaction to what is out there in the world. And I apologize that um, I missed what Gabby uh, said for her final words. The importance of stepping into your intuition is really tapping into all of who you are, all the dimensions, all the layers, all the dimensions of who you are. We're multidimensional beings. And sometimes we split off. Sometimes our spirit is going, doing something else while our, like what Gabby said earlier, she was just um, in the beginning of the pandemic was just her head down in the sand. But what would be possible for us in this changing times, very chaotic, uncertain times, what would be possible if we connect our mind with our intuition, our mind with our soul, our heart with our mind? What if we integrate our whole beingness into one, one coherent embodiment of our soul? So I would leave you with that and really encourage you, invite you to step into the higher version of you, the version of you that is soul, that is pure light, that is pure joy. And yes, maybe we are experiencing different um, realities, different timelines, and it is up to you to choose the higher timeline that you're most aligned with and that you're most joyful and most expressive most flourishing, and that is your choice. And to tie that to the theme of Soul Power to the People podcast, rising above crimes against humanity. It is a crime against humanity to limit your potential, to limit what you came here to do, to limit the joy and possibilities that you deserve and desire. It is totally up to you. So when you open your eyes up, to your true honoring of your soul power, then freedom cannot be diminished in any way. So with that, I'll leave you all. Uh, thank you for joining and I'll see you next week for more Soul Power to the People podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind, take back your voice, take back your soul, take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.